0: Welcome to the Wilsonville Broadcast Network's um, The Big Picture. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about political, economic, and global events. Uh, you're with me today, um, Brandon Kyung and Bryce Franzen, and we're actually joined uh, by a special guest, Andrew Thatcher, a senior here at Wilsonville High School. And today we're going to be talking about North Korea. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth in the news uh, between Kim Jong Un, the dictator of North Korea, and President Donald Trump. So, Bryce, do you think this hardline stance against um, the North, North Koreans' missile program and the threat to, that, to the globe, really, um, yeah. do you think is a good idea?
1: Well, I mean, I really think it's sort of the only way to hit them because, we like with China, we're not allowed to hit them with any sort of military action yet, because then they might turn and then be on North Korea's side, which is if they actually start to face more and more on our side. So I think the best way to hit them is how Trump's doing it is economically. So he's hitting them through financial aspects, all sorts of stuff like that. And actually what I saw, which made me happy, and it should make the whole world happy, is that China is starting to back the U.S. more and more. And now they're saying that they're not going to let banks deal with North Korea or do business with them.
0: Yeah, you know, I think it's a really complicated situation because um, there's just so many um, population centers in, say, South Korea or Japan um, that if the United States... Had a an armed conflict with North Korea, there'd be a lot of yeah, uh, soft targets right there, mm-hmm. um, and so I think, like you said, China is going to play
1: a big part um, in kind of de-escalating the yeah, situation. They're their biggest ally and biggest economic factor. Exactly, you Korea know, has without them, they wouldn't be anything. I don't think because
0: they don't have the geography, they don't, they don't have the resources to kind of provide for their yeah. own. I mean, they import so much coal from China they, they really um, they really need China.
1: Yeah, no one else will work with them either, so they're really the last line of defense. So if China drops off, then there's no clue where North Korea will go from there.
0: Yeah. Um, Andrew, do you think, I mean, in the news, you, we hear President Trump talking about, uh, you know, telling North Korea, hey, you have to defund these missile programs. Um, you know, we, we're not taking any options off the table. Do you think this is a good idea? Because, you, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, start some, the United States starting something with North Korea if with with, this, with so many people right nearby.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea because in the past, the United States has kind of made empty threats and then not followed through with what we said. So if we kind of let them know now that we're not going to put up with anything, then... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And I think that uh, North Korea's gotten to the point where, like, they know that they're not on a good side and that anytime they could collapse financially. So I think what they're trying to do, which is by their mistake is do an arms race, which is why they've been doing so many different missile testing to try and scare everyone off. But the thing is they're not gonna be able to compete with anyone like the US, Russia, or any of them in sort of in a race like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think for them, like this whole time that while you know they're making threats back and forth, um, they're still developing their missile program. But for in a conflict between the United States and North Korea, the United States would obliterate North yeah. Korea, but the thing is, it's at the cost of say, if they say launch a nuclear weapon at the West Coast or South Korea or Japan, you know, these are United States allies with mm-hmm. very high population density. So, like in the end, I think the United States would win the war if there would be one, mm-hmm. but it would probably be at the cost of like millions and millions of lives. Yeah, the
1: thing that uh, people sort of get confused about if they don't look too close into it. It's not just us versus North Korea. There's all sorts of different factors. Like, let's say they don't even attack us. They attack Japan. We're still, Trump said that, we're still uh, Japan's allies. So if they're attacked, then that's basically a war on the United States. And anything we do, it could affect China, and China could get triggered and then get mad that we attack them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, do you think, like, to solve this North Korea issue is going to take more diplomacy or, like, a global effort? Um, through the UN, where, where, do you, where do you see the
1: situation going? To be completely honest, I don't see anyone really negotiating with North Korea, because mm-hmm. after generations of that dictatorship, they're not really in a position to see reason. So I think that squeezing them economically, and then having that the, mili- the threats of military action against them to kind of keep them at bay is the best way to do it, and just squeeze them out until they're...
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, like you said, they've been under that um, same regime for so long. That it's kind of it's definitely hard to um, change back and uh, change their ways, and you know they talked about like um, it's it's been run by this kind of family for so long, and mm-hmm. the people in the country they, they just don't know that what's really in the rest of the, wor- rest of the world. Um, so i mean just even just assassinating kim jong-un i don't mm-hmm. think that would really even solve the overall problem yeah, anyway cause, i
1: mean the people have been under the that leadership for so long they don't know what's right and what's wrong like they think kim mm-hmm. jong-un's a perfect person when really if they had another aspect they would not think so like everyone else does because they're just so isolated yeah yeah, yeah. exactly uh, i sort of want to go on a side tangent here and ask you a question brandon Sure. how do you think that the markets would react to let's say a potential war because we already know how volatile the markets have been with mm-hmm. any sort of missile strike or any of that so like, let's say there was a test over the weekend, we almost know that the Dow is going to open like, let's say down 200 points at least
0: yeah, um, I, t- I totally see what you're saying um, I mean with more missile tests I, I, don't, I think it can definitely scare markets mm-hmm. but at the same time I feel like we've been seeing missile tests like almost weekly yeah, you know yeah. so at some point I think the markets are going to be a little bit um, numbed a little bit um, mm-hmm. used to these missile tests yeah. and eventually it won't affect it affect the markets but I mean if there were an all out armed conflict between mm-hmm. the United States and North
1: Korea then like all bets are off and- we, yeah. we don't really know what would happen. Yeah, probably no, not. I mean, good. the thing is, because they've been doing it so much, the markets have started to get more and more used to it. Mm-hmm. So as that volatility decreases, eventually, if there is an actual war or they hit someone, then there's no telling where that market could go or how far it could go down, or if it could cause a sell off or anything like that, which is sort of scary to think of because of how much growth there's been since November.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, you know, that's we're running a little short on time, but. Um, I mean, just to leave you with one final thought, um, this North Korea situation isn't something that's going to go away soon, um, and it's going to take a lot of uh, global effort to solve it. Is there anything you guys want to leave the audience
1: with? I think that's basically it. I just challenge all the listeners just to make sure to keep updated with the news and just see what's going on so they know what's happening in the world. All right, uh, thank you
0: for listening. You've been listening to The uh, Big Picture on the Wilson Broadcast Network's uh, podcast series.